expensive investment in your business. Yeah. It's going to help you like you focus on, you know, what that's going to bring uh, to your business positively as opposed to just like, oh, I'm just forking out a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. It's a complete like mind shift. Yeah. Super abs- important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we can get into the podcast too if you want to now. Um, I'm sure people who are listening to this, see how, see how I rolled into that. It's like nice and smooth, smooth <laughs> as fuck. But, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, no. So, I mean, if people are listening to this, you know, keep, uh, I've got a guest on here, a special guest. We're throwing you, you guys for a wild card kind of right now. So I know a lot of people that I interview um, on this podcast are all wedding professionals, right? So caterers, DJs, videographers, photographers, the whole nine yards. But um, a buddy of mine, which we linked up probably a few months ago, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You know, his name's Keaton Hutchinson. You know, he's a, he's a real estate agent, right? Yep. And so yep. uh, he's got a great mindset and I think it's something that'll really benefit everybody here who's listening to this podcast. But um, let's get into the intro because that's something that you guys love hearing me fuck up of, like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, ladies and gentlemen, life's all about seizing opportunities. You need to be present, you need to be engaging and you need to take chances. The wedding industry is no different and you only get one chance to create the perfect day. Welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is AJ Cruz. I'm your host and I own a company called Buttoned Up Weddings and Events. If you don't know by the name, we do weddings and events. We do wedding videography and photography for the Midwest. And I'm super excited to be talking to Keaton today. So Keaton, talk to people a little about what you do, what you're all about. First off, I, brother. I, thank, thank you so much for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. I love how you just turned it on right there. Like you just, you just went in the zone turn it on. I know, I know all the listeners can feel that. So, um, anyway, thank, thank you for that intro, man. Um, like you said, um, I am a real estate agent with PJ Morgan. Um, so I handle commercial real estate, residential, um, do a little bit of investing as well. Um, and, uh, I'm a part of the rise Omaha real estate group with, uh, one of my best friends, Kale Walker and his mom, Dee Dee Oliver. She's got about 25 years experience, uh, I think Kale's got a couple years in the business too. And as a team, we're just having a lot of fun and, you know, really riding this wave as far as this market goes. So you guys seem to be stone cold killers and this year seems to be like a pretty good year so far. We have some really big goals set for this year. So our, our team goal is to do uh, collectively between the three of us is 170 deals. And uh, we haven't even been a team for a full year. We technically started this thing in, uh, what was it like July, I mean, I was in the process of flipping a house at that point in time. So I didn't even really start, you know, hammering real estate until mid-December when we closed on that house. So we've only really been operating as a unit since mid-December. And um, I mean, as a, as a collective unit, like I said, we're, we're crushing it. We're on pace at our goal and super excited to see what the rest of 2021 brings. That's super, so. super awesome. Man. <laughs> I remember when we first linked up at the coffee shop, you were talking about when you guys, and I followed your journey through the entire time you did that house flip and mm-hmm. talk to them a little bit about what that was like. Cause I think that doing a project like that takes a lot of perseverance and yeah. a lot of grit. And you have to really know that when you're getting into it, like this is what you're like, Absolutely. you're in it to win it, right? Yes. The, like, you are burning the bridges. So just to back up a little bit too. So I know AJ knows this, but, um, I actually quit, um, quit my job and bought a house that, that we had every intention of, you know, either flipping or renting within 24 hours. So we really burned the boats. Like I didn't have any more income coming in and it was like, all right, we need to put this thing together, you know, or, or I'm not going to pay my bills. So, um, yeah, so it, it, it takes a lot of planning. You're going to screw up a lot. Like anybody that wants to get into real estate investing, I'm like, Hey, if you ever want to get coffee, if you ever want to get together, uh, let's, let's definitely do that because I can tell you, 
Uh, I can give you the blueprint and I can, you know, save you a ton of money and a ton of heartache and a ton of stress. Uh, cause that's, that's what it takes, especially in your first one. Usually you're not supposed to make any money. We, we still came out on top and, um, anybody that asked me, they're like, are you going to do another one? I'm like, yes, but like, I'm going to do it completely different yeah. than, uh, than, than my first one. Cause I also did, we did 90% of the work, you know what I mean? Except for, you know, maybe the roof, some of the plumbing, um, the electrical, I mean, everything else, we gutted that thing, man. I mean, you saw it, you've seen it on my oh, stories. Yeah. I mean, I, I documented that thing from A to Z and, uh, I mean, we were, we were putting in 12, 16, 20, 20 hours or multiple like overnighters to get that thing done. Cause I was just literally at the point where I wanted my life back, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't do, I, I tried doing real estate and flipping, you know, the first, I don't know, the first couple months and, uh, you know, ended up getting COVID just from trying to do both. You know, that's one of the things I, I learned really quickly is, um, for anybody that's looking to get into real estate investing, the people that are really successful doing that, they, they double down on that. And that's usually all they do. Um, you know, if you're, if you're trying to juggle, um, two full-time jobs and real estate investing is your second job, I mean, you're going to have no life, mm-hmm. you know? outside of that. So absolutely do it completely different if I could. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> next time around. I like how you mentioned like, you know, people like to dabble in real estate. Cause like, I think for me personally, real estate will be something that I do eventually get into. But mm-hmm. you know, we were talking before the podcast about Andy Frisella's, you know, his pod, his yep. podcast. Yep. And one of my favorite episodes was one of the ones that he dropped most recently. So obviously shameless plug, but, um, it's an episode <laughs> that's called, you know, um, winning is more fun than fun is fun. And in that episode, Ed Milet specifically says something about, um, you know, it's, it's a false fact that millionaires have multiple streams of income. Yes. And it's, yeah. it's true, but they only have multiple streams of income because they got really fucking good at the one thing yes. that they're doing and then they yes. diversified. And I think I yes. quoted that verbatim. So that's, that's that really was, good. that was spot on. Yeah. So that was literally like what I was going into mm-hmm. next, um, where it's, it's, I mean, anybody that became a millionaire, multimillionaire, I mean, the, the big buzzword is like you said, they, you know, they have an average of seven streams of income. It's like, no, like they, they left out a very important piece that they became an expert in whatever business they were doing, you know? So like for me, I'm really focused on building my real estate business and building this machine. There's, there's, you know, there's always going to be people that are trying to pull you in different directions, you know, people that want you to invest in this or get involved in this business. And you have to, um, you know, just have supreme confidence and supreme faith in like your own business. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I'm building this first, you know, five, 10 years down the road when this business can pretty much run itself. You have, you know, assistance, you have employees, it's streamlined. Then that's when you can dive into real estate. You can dive into these other vehicles and that's what they're talking about Yeah, with those, you know, multiple streams of income is they, they made it, um, and, you know, whatever that means for them, you know, for most people it's financially, but they made it, um, crushing it in that one industry first. And then they took all that money. They started to save, you know, from crushing it in that one business. And then they started pushing real estate and Investing, pushing other Yeah. Putting into stocks maybe yep, or whatever, stocks. whatever they do. Right. Yep, yep. I think it's really cool when we sit down and we have these conversations because we're both really young, right? How old are you? Yeah. You're 20. I just turned 27. 10, 26. Yeah. So you're 27. Yeah. I'm 22. John, how old are you? John's behind the camera, by the way. John's 25. Big so shout out to John. So we're all young people in this yep. room. And the fact that we're so, and I'm like not to toot our own horns, but the fact that we're so, I don't know if the right word is financially competent or financially literate or whatever it is, but yeah. the fact that we're aware of that small little detail, 
you know, having multiple streams of income, the people who do have that, like the people that we look mm-hmm. up to are 40, 50, yeah, yep. 40, 50, where 100%. they grinded from when they were 19 up until they were 32 on their business, their business hits 35, 40, 50 million, hundred million dollar right. company. Right. And then they're like, okay, well now I'm going to invest in stocks. Right. Now I'm going to invest in that. And right. I mean, I can't speak from experience cause I'm just a baby. Right. Yeah. But I'm really excited because this, that's, that comes from listening to people, like the people that we look up to, uh, reading the books that I read, you know, yeah. um, surrounding myself with the people, apparently it's Keaton's first day because he didn't put his phone on, <laughs> but no, but no, like that, that whole, that whole idea of just, you know, like we're young, but like we, we educate ourselves, you know, we, we don't spend, we probably, we probably do good for running. You know, like we go to the gym, we play video games, whatever yeah. it is. But at the end of the day, like we really spend time educating ourselves because that's, what's going to give us the leg up yes. versus everyone else. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so, but you mentioned on social media, people leave out that one little bit of the detail, yes. which is that time yes. frame of people getting really yeah. good at what they do. Yeah. Can you talk about social media for a little bit and like yeah. how that really mis misportrays what us young people like should really be focusing on yeah. as far as business. Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, with social media and the, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a double edged sword, you know what I mean? So kind of touching on that other point too, is, um, you know, Andy Frisella, a lot of these people we look up to, I mean, they had Tony Robbins and that was like it back in the day. Now you have the internet, you have all these influencers, mm-hmm. you have Grant Cardone, um, and, and you also have a platform with social media that's free that gives you the exposure to all these different kinds of people. And it also opens up the door for, uh, like what I call shiny object syndrome. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody thinks that because they have access and they can see all these people and what they're doing that, uh, you know, it's, it's easy, mm-hmm. right? They have no idea what it took to get there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with the internet, with all these things, I think, um, that instant gratification and being able to see that all these people are doing those things that just, just kind of adds to the fuel of, you know, I can get anything right now where it takes years and it takes, takes a lot of grit, takes a lot of determination. You're going to, you're going to screw up a lot. It's going to be hard. And I don't think that's really being pushed. It's just like, Oh, here it is on a golden, you know, uh, silver platter, whatever you want to call it, you know, you want to be a millionaire. It, it take, you can do it in one year with my $800 course. Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Especially our generation, right? They think with the internet, you know, oh, I'm going to buy this $800 course. And I'm going to be a millionaire in six months. Like first things first, like you were talking about awareness. It's like, that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And if it does, I mean, you, you might have, I mean, you might have some opportunity there where you make a little bit of money, but it's not going to be a sustainable business. Mm-hmm. That's not how you build sustainable businesses mm-hmm. is, you know, anything that makes you rich in six months Mm -hmm. or anything like that. So it's a flash in the pan, right? Yeah. Flash in the pan. It's just, uh, it's, it's double-edged sword. I I think we live in the greatest, um, time ever because we just, it's, it's like the modern day gold rush Mm -hmm. with social media. I mean, it's, it's a free advertising platform. Like, like me and my real estate business, I've technically only been really hitting this really hard since December. Like I said, I would not be doing what I'm doing right now without social media just the ability to market and promote yourself and what you do and show people who you are and the kind of value you can provide. I mean, that's priceless. Mm -hmm. You used to, you used to have to pay millions of dollars Mm -hmm. to, to be able to do that. You know, it used to be billboards. It used to be TV ads used to be all these things. And now all you need is your smartphone. Like that's it. Like literally somebody's giving you the golden ticket. Like 
get after it. Like you literally have no excuse. Absolutely. You know? I just, I just got done reading a book <laughs> called the purple cow. And so I don't have you ever read that, but I it's, haven't. Um, Seth Godin, uh, phenomenal, okay. phenomenal yeah. author. But in that book, he talks about, you know, the different phases we went through as a society for marketing. Right. So mm-hmm. like, you know, in the 1920s, 1930s, newspapers were like the hot thing. Everyone yeah. was reading their newspapers because yes. we're all stuck like this yes. now, but it used to be a newspaper back in the subway yeah. or in the airplane or airport or whatever it is. And then it transitioned to TV, TV marketing or billboard marketing. And that was a really big thing because, you know, it built trust. If you saw Clorox on the TV, then you'd be like, oh, that's the best, that's the best, you know, table cleaner. Or if you saw, you know, tie, that's the best clothes cleaner, whatever it was. And so now it's all based around the idea that you have to have what's like a purple cow, right? So a product that really stands out that gets the attention of mm-hmm. customers. So for me, I'd have to have some crazy video product that people yes. are like, that's outrageous. But I also do wedding films and love stories or whatever on the side. Yes. And so I, that brings in the attention and then I push all my other marketing stuff out there. So I haven't found my purple cow yet. Hopefully I find it soon, sometime soon yeah. in the next five to 10 years. But that's kind of like where I wanted to go with that. But um, a couple of other things that we wanted to talk about, you know, you mentioned talking about like mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So we've talked, we've talked business, we talk business all the time, but um, I think something that goes hand in hand with business is the way you think about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That was a fucking yeah. fire clip, by yeah. the way. That was really good. Hey, perception's reality, man. That, yeah. That's that's all it really is. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't even know where I'm going with that, but literally, you know, there's there's a there's a quote I just saw the other day, and I'm probably gonna butcher this. I know we've seen it a million times, mm-hmm. but it's like when you when you look at things differently, like things start to they they start to change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When when you change the way you look at something, those things begin to change. Like. Yeah. You know, we've, we've talked about, you know, mindset, law of attraction, all that stuff. You know, I'm a huge believer in that because I've seen it happen time and time in my life. But yeah, mindset is literally everything. And I really believe that that's what separates, you know, you know, the average person from, you know, somebody who's truly doing exceptional things like, and I've told John this too, you know, probably since I was 18 or, um, since I got to college, you know, I've, I've always been puzzled with that question. Like what separates people? Mm -hmm. Like what, like what separates somebody who, you know, is working a nine to five, can't pay their bills is super unhappy from, you know, somebody who's just crushing it in business is crushing it in their business, uh, in their fitness, sorry, crushing it in their family life, you know, has phenomenal relationships. And it seems like, you know, everything is just clicking for them. Mm -hmm. Like, what is that thing, you know? And, and all the books I've read and all the people I've researched, it really just comes down to mindset. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't really know where we're going to go go with that. From no, there, well, but, you yeah. said you said yeah. perception is reality. reality. So just as like full <clears throat> transparency, so everyone gets an idea of where my mind was, you know, a year ago, even I, I never thought that. I mean, I always knew that I was going to do something mm-hmm. different. You know, yeah. I grew up like with a dad who, you know, worked his mm-hmm. nine to five making, yeah. you know, 50, 60 K perfectly happy yep. right my sister doing the same thing brother doing the same yep. thing and then like there was a point i don't know if it was in high school or college when i was I was like this is not what i'm it's just not what i'm gonna yeah. do i don't know what i'm gonna yeah. do but this is what i'm gonna do and then you know as you get older you start reading books i don't know if anyone i, I think everyone should read i think absolutely i think that's really important but learners you start are earners yeah learners absolutely. are earners i'm gonna say that again yeah <laughs> Le- say that one more time learners are earners i like that you know Learners are earners, but it just doesn't, it doesn't just have to be through books, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be through books. It can be podcasts. Mm -hmm. It can be YouTube videos. I mean, there's, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever that content is for you. I'm one of those people. I like to 
you know, bust out a book and read 10 pages a day. But, you know, if I have some free time, I love to pull up, you know, um, an interview or, or, uh, just videos, you know, on YouTube when I'm at home, you know, so just whatever's digestible for you, you know, um, when I, when I listen to audiobooks, I tend to do eight different things. So that doesn't work best for me, but for a lot of people, audiobooks is where it's at. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of the new thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I always listen to podcasts because it makes me not feel alone. When I'm, when I walk, I'm like, oh, there's somebody talking to me. So like, yeah. I feel good. I don't feel lonely. But yeah. I think one thing to add on to that is, you know, people are so stuck behind their phones in their bedrooms or in their, in their offices or whatever, because social media marketing is important. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I also think like for me personally, I'm a very face to face person. So like this whole pandemic thing kind of like threw us all for a loop. Right. Mm -hmm. But like getting out there and having coffee or getting dinner or visiting a beautiful office like this, by the way, this is an amazing office, but like doing something where you're getting face to face with people because I soak up stuff like a sponge whenever I'm Mm -hmm. chatting up like this. And so that's one thing I would probably urge, you know, everyone or anyone listening to this, probably my grandma's listening to this, but, um, like (laughs) just go, go out there, get, get in front of people, meet with people, meet with people you've never met before. That's a big thing. And dude, you'll, you'll learn so much in 15 minutes sitting down with an expert in the industry than you would trying to find a YouTube video to teach you the right things. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, but you mentioned you read 10 pages a day. Can you talk a little bit about why you do that? Yeah. So, Um, you know, just having that philosophy of, you know, you always have to be a learner, you know, learning does not stop in high school. It doesn't stop, uh, stop, excuse me, um, in college, you know, and a lot of these things that, that you and I are talking about right now are not taught in schools, you know? So if you want to learn business, if you want to learn mindset, if you want to learn how to build habits and stuff like that, you usually need to seek some outside, out, uh, outside, um, what's, what's the right word for it? Um, I would say source, like, source yeah. or person, right. Yeah. You know, to do that. So, um, for me, I'm, I don't reinvent the wheel on anything. You know, I'm not that creative. I'm not a super original person. So, you know, if somebody has a skill set or a mindset or they have achieved a result that I want, I'm going to read on that. You know what I mean? I, I would love to hire Tony Robbins or Danny Morell or, you know, one of these you know, Grant Cardone, I'd love to hire them, be my mentor. And, but you know, it's gonna be tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands of dollars to, you know, be face to face with them and have mm-hmm. these same conversations. So for 15, $20, I can go buy their book and I yep. can, and I can get, you know, I can, you know, take some of those golden nuggets, you know, some of those tools I could put them on my tool belt. Yeah. And I would tell everybody that like, you know, I'm not special. I'm just like everybody else, but I just decided it's like, you know, where I'm at you know, is not going to get me where I need to go. I need to study and learn from these other people. Cause obviously, you know, they have a bunch of roadmaps and tips and tricks that can help you get to where they're at too. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You mm-hmm. just do what they do and you think the way they think and you'll a lot of times get the same results. Yeah. So that's what motivates me to get up every day and learn something. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And so you, you, I mean, you get up, you, you, you read these 10 pages a day that came from something. So like we've mentioned, I think five or six times because we're super fans over here. Um, <laughs> there's a program that we both, he's done, he's completed the first, the very first portion of it. Right. And you're yep. going into phase one. So yep. there's a program called 75 hard. Um, and Keaton, if you can talk a little bit about that, because I talked with this about my, with my co-host Jesse, um, in the last episode and or no, maybe it wasn't the last episode, but him and I have chatted about it and he was a little bit interested in doing it. But, um, talk a little bit about the program and how it doesn't just apply to entrepreneurs, but just about anybody, anybody just in any walk of life, anybody in any, yeah, you hit it right on the nose. So 
with 75 hard, you know, I'll kind of just go through what it is and then the steps you need to take. So it's a mental toughness challenge. There's, you know, with social media, it looks like a fitness challenge. That's what it looks like. You know, you got a bunch of people posting their before after pictures, um, and they're phenomenal. There, this, this program is, is changing a lot of people's lives. So, um, 75 days, you know, you have to follow a diet, you have to work out every day, twice a day for 45 minutes each. One of those has to be outdoors. Um, you have to drink a gallon of water. You have to read 10 pages of a nonfiction or personal development book. Uh, what else? You have to take a progress picture every day. I feel like I'm missing one there. Am I missing anything? No cheat meals are No cheat meals or, or alcohol. Yep. Yeah. So I think it's, it's about five or six things. But the kicker is uh, you can't miss any single one of those things. If you do, you start over on day one. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there that are doing this challenge and, you know, they'll, they'll make it through 75 days and, you know, they'll say they did it. But the reality is, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are kind of going through the motions and didn't do it the way the challenge is intended to be. But if you do do that, you'll, you'll know Mm in talking to those people, seeing those people, you know, your, your body's a great way to keep score. You know, if you, if your body's not changing a whole lot, you know, you, you might not have done the program the way it's intended. You, you should change physically as well. But one of the main things is just that mental toughness and grit. Cause a lot of people have done those things, you know, maybe for a day or a couple days or a week, maybe two weeks, maybe even a month, but you have not done all those things for 75 days, consecutive days. Mm-hmm. Cause there are going to be things that come at you from different angles. You're going to have family issues. You're going to have business issues. Uh, you know, you're going to have a million things come at you from a million different directions. And for you to just, you know, draw a line in the sand and say, I'm doing all these things every day for 75 days, no matter what, like that will change you. And also it's going to change your identity from somebody who I know I should do these things to somebody who actually follows through. And that's the main part of 75 hard is building that mental toughness, that grit and that discipline, and basically just proving to yourself that you are, you know, who you think you are. And you're not just saying these things. It's like, Oh, you know, I go to the gym. Oh, I eat good. Like, no, like I'm really doing those things. Absolutely. And it creates momentum. The whole point of that challenge is to win the day for 75 days. Mm -hmm. Cause life, I mean, life is so much better when you have momentum. You know, we've all had those situations where everything is clicking, you know, everything's on fire. You feel good. And that's the way you should feel when you get to the end of this, this, this program is to build that momentum. And hopefully you can take that momentum from this challenge and it's bleeding over into other areas of your life. You know, your relationships, your business, your productivity, you know, all those things. That's, that's where the true juice and the true, um, you know, benefits of 75 hard come into play. So, yeah, dude, absolutely. And I've seen, so you posted your before and after. So you, like you mentioned, you do change physically. I've seen your before and after photos. You got fucking shredded, dude. You did. I was like, Oh my God. Like I thought you were already shredded. I was like, yeah. Holy shit. This guy Thanks, got man. fucking beefy. But, um, the other part of that is man, you know, for myself, you know, I'm 31, 32 days in, I think. And, I've already noticed like an exponential change in just my demeanor alone. Mm-hmm. Like the, like I walk with more confidence. I talk with more confidence. Yes. I, yeah. I work with more confidence and it's just, it's crazy because it's nice when I do these podcasts, I can go back and listen to podcasts that were happening in February, you know, and listen to the way I was talking with my yeah, guests and yeah. I can listen to the way I'm talking with people like you, with Jesse, with other guests that I've talked to in the past few weeks. 
And they're like two completely different people where, you know, I know who I am, what I want and what I'm becoming and like where I want to be. And it's like that feeling alone, 75 hard, like really brings that out of you. And I'm just not, I'm already not the same person, you know, exactly. Which is crazy. The goal with that whole program is really to level up. Like there's, there's like, there, there's more levels to to AJ Cruz and where you're at right now. And like, you're just trying to push, push and get there. Yeah. You know, and it helps you get there fairly quickly too. I mean, 75 days is a pretty fair price for, for all the things that we just mentioned. You know what I mean? It's not money. It's, it's, you know, your time, your energy and, uh, you know, just the willingness to do it, yeah. but it is going to require some sacrifice. There's a lot of people out there and, you know, me, myself included, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but we're all kind of people pleasers in one way, shape or another. And there's a lot of times where we probably should say no to these things, but we end up giving in. I mean, peer pressure is a a big deal. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, that was a big thing for me too, is just, you know, being able to be firm with that. No, Mm -hmm. and create those boundaries. I think the boundaries Mm -hmm. with it are very important too. Yeah. You feel the tension too. So like (laughs) for an example, I went out to Mississippi, um, just last week and you know, we went out on the town we, like we all had drinks and I went with my, with my mm-hmm. fiance and her family yeah. and everyone was drinking except for me. And people kept asking me like, Hey, do you want to drink? Hey, you want to drink? And I had, to, I had to keep saying no. Yeah. And it was the most uncomfortable situation. Like I was proud of myself mm-hmm. for saying it, but at the same time, like everyone gives you these looks like you're like the black sheep, which you yes, are, you are, but it's not that you're the black sheep. Like you're the deadbeat. You're the black sheep as in, you know, you're, as, you're transcending this need to be like everybody else for sure. So it's not, yeah, you're not like falling behind. It's more like you're raising up faster than everybody else. And people like people get uncomfortable with that, you know, or they, maybe they don't get uncomfortable with that, but they're like, like, who is this? Almost like you're unrecognizable. And it's dude, that's the coolest feeling. Yeah. Well, just wait for it because the same people that are asking you like, Oh, like, what's up with you? Like you've changed or, you know, why aren't you doing this with us? Those are the same people that when you post those before afters, or they can tell that you're different Mm -hmm. two, three months down the road, they're going to be like, dude, what were you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, like, like what's up with you? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, 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 it's not like an, I'm better than you thing. It's definitely not that. It's just you, you have, you have a responsibility to, you know, improve who you are, you know, Mm -hmm. and you, you have to grow your business. I mean, you, you want to be, you know, healthier, happier, all those things, Mm -hmm. you know, not just for yourself, but obviously for your fiance, your family, you know, you have an obligation to do that. So sometimes, sometimes, you know, when people are going right, you just, you got to go left. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's helped me personally, like focus on like my financial goals too. I mean, obviously starting a business is not about trying to make a lot of money. I think it's important. It's important. People need to know that it's important. It's huge. (laughs) It's, it's a, it's a big deal, but you know, people, people don't like to hear that. But the other side of it is, is, you know, when I started buttoned up, it wasn't, it, it was initially only about just trying to like really deliver a good service to like these wedding couples because I looked at competitors. I've looked at other small independent business owners and you really know when you want to start the business. I don't know where I'm going with this, but you know, you really want to start the business when you're like, I can do that better. Absolutely. You know, I can, I yeah. can do that better. I can service that better. Yeah. I can do this. And I was like, I can do that. I can create the processes for that, which is another big deal is like, I think a lot of businesses don't have processes set yes. in place to yep. deliver those experiences. But I, I would just, I just remember looking and being like, I can, I can do that yeah. better. And you have an obligation to start yeah. that business if you can do it better. Yeah. You like, 
because you're you're in, that's all businesses is it's just providing value and mm-hmm. helping people. Mm-hmm. So it's your obligation if you can do that product or service better. Yeah, you need to go do that because mm-hmm. you owe that to the people. You know what I mean? Life's yeah. all about you know helping people and providing value. That's all businesses. It's like provide you know value service and you're solving problems and you know the market judges you and compensates you based on your ability to do that. Yeah. And I think that's a huge blessing with the internet too. And this is where, you know, the internet's super positive is, you know, there's a ton of businesses out there back in the day that would just, you know, screw people over because you didn't have reviews. You didn't have, uh, you know, Yelp, you didn't have Facebook, you didn't have all these things. Uh, you didn't have video, you know, we didn't have texting where, you know, you know, right away if somebody's like, a shitty business or they mm-hmm. provide a shitty service. So nowadays the businesses that are actually crushing it are actually the businesses that, you know, are providing the best service. They have the best product and people love them because people will know in five minutes if, if you're not taking care of them, if you are a shitty business. Mm-hmm. So, so those businesses that used to take advantage of people are actually going out of business where the, where the other places that are just, you know, crushing and providing a lot of value are doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually like, I love to see that. Like, yeah. Hear that. Cause it's like, like the good guys are doing well and like the bad guys are, you know, yeah. you know, getting crushed, getting so. crushed, yeah. <laughs> getting taken out, bro. Yes, no, yes. I love that. I think just one thing I want to add on to what you said, because I think you articulated that perfectly is I heard somebody say, you know, being in business is just like, it's basically just a conglomeration of you doing all the right things, you know, treating your customers, right. You know, delivering things Mm -hmm. properly and all of that. It's like, it's like investing in a stock, you know, you or investing in like a S and P 500 or whatever, where you have compounding interest, where that, those actions in that business over the course of five, 10, 15, 20 years, Mm -hmm. compounds, compounds, compounds. And then the next thing you know, your business is a multimillion dollar business, but it all starts initially by just delivering a really good customer experience yes. and really adding value, the money is just a trailing indicator mm-hmm. of all those good actions compounded. Yes. It starts with one. It starts with one. one customer at a time. Like even the big businesses, the the businesses that are really successful, they operate like a small business, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's one of the things and we're, we're kind of fanning out to Andy Frisella right now, but one of the things that I've really learned from him and even from my first job, I, I started at hy V. Mm-hmm. Ha- happy smile in every mm-hmm. aisle. Like, all about customer service and that's why they crush it as far as the grocery store chain goes like in Omaha. Um, but you need to take care of one customer at a time. You know, your customer is always right because at the end of the day, if you don't have that customer, you don't have a business. So, you know, it it starts with one because the other thing is too, if you can really take care of one customer, they're going to refer you. They're going to tell another person Mm -hmm. and they'll tell another person. They'll tell Mm -hmm. another person where there's stats out there and I don't know the exact stats, but, you know, it's more detrimental if somebody has a complaint or they don't like you, like they'll tell, I don't know what the crazy stats are. They'll tell like 20, maybe if they had a positive experience, they'll tell five people. If they had a negative experience, they'll tell like 20 people. Mm. So, um, even more important now, it's just all about taking care of people. Yeah. So, and you know, treating that customer like, like family, you know, and just really going over the top and providing, providing the most value possible, because if you're not, your competitors will, you know, and, and I'm that, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'm like, if you're not going to take care of it, you know, that, that client, if you're not willing to show them that house, if you're not willing to hire an actual videographer, photographer, if you're not willing to do all these other little things, I'm going to be that agent that will, and I'm going to crush you. 
Like that's just the way it is. I love you that. Know? <laughs> I love that. It's just the way it is, man. Like, you know, who, who, who can provide the best service mm-hmm. and do the best job? Who's going to do more? You know, who's going to do more? Who's going to do it better? Yeah. I think that's a big thing. Damn dude. How long have we been going? This has been absolute half an hour. Absolute fire. <laughs> this has been gnarly. This Holy is fun, s- man. I, I love talking about this stuff. Cause it's like, you, you can't, you can't have these. And that's why like we're boys and you know, we, we always have good talks because mm-hmm. we can talk about these things. You know, there's a lot of people you talk to that think you're crazy when you're talking about this stuff or it's like, Oh, you're just, you get the weird side business. eye, bro. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it's, I've noticed that I get really like people get really uncomfortable when I, when I talk about like my business in general, mm-hmm. cause they're like, Oh, you're fully yourself or all oh, you're this. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> no, you have yeah. you have to have yeah. some of that though too. Like you have to be confident and you have to believe in what you're doing because if you don't, like who the fuck else is going yeah. to? Like you look at Conor McGregor, some of these other people like you can say whatever you want about Conor McGregor. He's he changed the face of boxing mm-hmm. and he's a phenomenal marketer, but he believed in himself before anybody else did. Mm-hmm. And now everybody believes him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I mean, I think people really get that, that word confused as cockiness and confidence. Like, mm. you know, I, I think it's, I think it's un-American, yeah. you know, to not be confident. Yeah. Like we're, we're Americans, man. Like, you know, we're, we're the, we're the guardians of the earth. Like, we're, yeah. you know, we're the we're, galaxy. We're the good guys, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was the guardians of the galaxy, but you know what I mean? Like we're supposed to be the good guys that kind of lead by example. Uh-huh. So it's like, and that's one of the things that's kind of pushed nowadays too, is it's like, it's not cool to like be successful mm-hmm. and like be happy and do all these things. Like it's like people try to like pull you down. It's like, mm-hmm. no, like fuck all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to lead by example, especially like being our age, you know, they're, they're people are watching, especially people our are listening. Yeah. Know? I mean, you know, a 30 year old starting a business and a 22 year old or a 20 year old starting a business, the 30 year old gets, I mean, it, they do, they get a little bit more leniency. They're like, Oh, you're a little bit older. You know, you're a little bit, more experienced, whatever the fuck that means. But I've noticed like compared to just any other entrepreneur that I surround myself with and they're older, they, they get a little bit more slack than I do. Like when I talk mm-hmm. about my business, people are like, you're just a fucking kid. And it's like, yeah, am I though? Like, yeah. you know, am yeah. I, am yeah. I, cause I've, I've put in more work in the past, you know, six months to a year than you have in the past 30. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's like, you can't shit on me just because I'm, I had an idea and I was, I wasn't afraid to yeah. like take that step. Like yeah. I'm writing a book now, right? Right, right? People like the only person right now who really knows that is, well, obviously you, John back there, yeah, my yeah. fiance and her parents, because yeah. you know, it's, I, I don't need to have my inner, like anyone outside of my inner circle really yeah. know. Yeah. But the other part of that is dude, when it's out, people are going to be like, Oh, well, I, I kind of want like, they will be 60 and they'll be like, well, I wanted to write a book when I was right. When I was 22 and it's like, yeah. well, why the fuck didn't you, yeah. you know, you have Google docs, you have whatever word it's like, yeah. no one stopped you. Yeah. You know, you had an idea for a business. No one stopped you from doing that. The only person who stopped you is you. Is you. Yeah. I'm 22. Like I, all I did was actually fucking do it. Right. Or I'm, I am actively trying right. to fucking right. do it, you know? Right. And people fucking hate that. They, they hate it. They hate that because they don't, they lack that initiative mm-hmm. and it makes them feel insecure and they want to try and pull you down to like where they're at. Cause mm-hmm. they're like, and, and you'll, you'll find this in a lot of, you know, you know, your parents, you know, your, your senior citizens just cause they're like, dang, like AJ's doing like some really cool things. Like if I could do it over again, I would mm-hmm. be doing those things too. And it, 
just it's a it's an insecurity thing mm-hmm. and i think you know like we were talking about awareness you just have to have the awareness to just kind of brush it off and be like it's not me it's them mm-hmm. type deal yeah so. definitely i'm the type of person to also take things a little bit personally too like i take everything kind of personally because i i genuinely really care about like what i'm doing so yeah. even on a cold call if somebody says something mean i'm be like oh like you know like oh that sucked but i get back up and i do it again and it's you know the same thing like when family you know i I don't it doesn't happen often which i I feel very fortunate and blessed but like when family even you know they're like well you should have gone back to school and it's like you know like i not really yeah i I don't think i really want to go back you know i don't i don't want to go back to school i don't don't think i should have because i'm seeing more results in me doing it now than if i would have spent four or five years going to school for it and I mean, I think that's another thing. Sorry, I'm just going off on a tangent here because I'm just thinking about this and I think these are things that I really wanted to get off my chest. But, you know, I'm I'm a firm believer that school, um, this is this took a completely different turn, but I'm a firm believer no, this that like, is important, yeah. you know, like school, school is important for certain aspects of whatever career you want to go into. Like I would never trust a doctor to do open art surgery on me who learned how to do open art surgery on YouTube. Right, right, right. 100%. Or, or like even a lawyer who learns law, you know, Googling, the lot, you know, like yes. I, I would trust somebody yes. doing that sort of stuff who actually got educated right. in a, in a public setting, yes. but things like starting a business, things like being a videographer or a photographer or, you know, a realist, I mean, real, real estate, you have to go to school. Like you have to learn, a you have bit, to you take know? a, you have to take a few classes, yeah. but you just, you just have to want to do it. Yeah. 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 And it's like, there are things where I, I knew the second I, the second before I graduated, I was like, I don't want to go to college, but mm-hmm. I got forced into it. Right. So did I. Yeah. You so did, did too. I. Yeah. Yep. I'm the first person in my family to ever have a four year degree. Really? And I'm, I'm, and now my sisters are going to be graduating here in the next year or two. And I'm literally that signpost that's saying, you know, like you said, if you're, if you're going to be a doctor, if you're going to be something that requires you to go to school and learn those things, great. I think you should go. If you're going, if, if, if your dream is to open up a business or be an entrepreneur, do not go to college to study entrepreneurship. Do not go to, um, you know, college to study business management. That's what part of my degree was in. So I had a general studies degree with concentration in exercise science and business management. And I'm going to drop one of my favorite quotes here. Um, knowledge without mileage is shit. So like, I remember sitting in a business management class and there's a 60 year old professor. He's like, flip, flip your book to page 487. I flip it. And I'm like, and I was that, I, I literally was this guy in the class of like 60 people just because I hated college this much. I raised my hand. I was like, do you own a business? Do you own and operate a business? And he's like, uh, uh, no, I don't. I was like, have you ever owned or operated a business? He's like, no. He's like, but, but I've studied it. Like I understand the material. I know this book inside and out. And I'm like, literally from then on, like, I was so close to quitting college, but I remember my, my wife's family, like we were having this conversation round table and they're like, they didn't say this directly, but they pretty much hinted at like, yeah, you're not, you're not marrying our daughter if you don't have four year degree. So I'm like, fuck. And I'm, and I'm at like year three. So I only have like a year left. So I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to eat it and finish mm-hmm. this thing. But like huge believer in, you know, if you want to actually start a business or you want to study entrepreneurship, go find or meet somebody who's already doing what you want to do and go work for them for free. You know, maybe do an internship with them. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, you will learn, you know, 10 times the amount of information you need in a year long uh, program of, of working for that person or doing an internship than you will in a four year degree. 
oh yeah, and you'll save yourself anywhere from twenty to a hundred thousand dollars because student loans are real. They're, They're ridiculous. Very real. And I'm still paying off mine, and I only yeah. went for a, like a year. Right. You know. Yeah. And so. So yeah. it's but it's 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 one of those things that's sold, and like I didn't really realize this till I got to college, but colleges are a for-profit business. You know, you, you think it's like the safe haven that, and I'm not here to talk shit on colleges. I'm just saying not everybody needs to go. And it's like what society pushes you to do is go to college, you know, get a nine to five, you know, have $50,000 student loans, have a couple kids and do that for the next, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. And like maybe take a vacation every other year. And like, that's your life for the, like, there are some people that do that and they're super happy and, you know, more power to you. I love that you're happy doing that, but there are a lot of people out there that they're just like, I'm not okay with that. And you and I are two of those people. Yep. We're just like, like we only have a certain amount of time on this planet. Like I don't want to live like that. So you gotta, you gotta do different things than what, than you know, what society like tells you, like you almost have to go the other way. Cause if you do what they're doing, like we were talking about earlier, you're gonna get the same results. Yeah. So absolutely. I kind of went on a tangent there too. No, that's okay. Little, I told a little bit of my story too, but I, you said knowledge yeah. without mileage is knowledge without mileage is shit. So it's basically just saying, I'm going to be the title if, of this podcast. If, if that professor, if he's teaching me business management, he better of, you know, had a six, seven figure business and he should be able to tell me how to, you know, create my own from A to Z. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about opening a textbook, writing a book report and then creating a business plan. Like anybody can do that. I can literally Google, I can YouTube, you know, the same information and I can, you know, print off a business plan and do that, but that's not business. Mm -hmm. It's not business. Like, and you, I mean, you and I can talk about this all day, but <laughs> business <laughs> is way like, it's so much more complex. Like it's the day to day. It's the prospecting. It's the lead generation. It's the infrastructure. It's the taxes. It's employees. It's like, oh, it's yeah. all these different things. Like I can't tell you if I learned any of that in that entire class and I was in that class for what, I mean, it's a semester. How long is a semester in college? Like, like six months, six months. Yeah. Like, how do you not learn that shit? Yeah. I'm paying you tens of thousands of dollars. How am I not learning that? Yeah. And I, I, and I'm not trying to destroy, if you are a professor, my, my goal is not to like dog you, but I mean, that's just something that I genuinely believe is like, if you're going to teach somebody how to do something, you better have done it and you better have done it very, very well. Well, there's some truth to that too. Absolutely. Like, no, there's a lot of truth to that. And I think that if anyone's listening to this and truth be told, I said this in the last podcast about, you know, like marketing yourself is people hate, like this is, a, this is different, but I'm going to link it back is people hate cold calling because like they're scared of it and they don't think that it's very effective and they don't want to ruin people's days. Yeah. But like the truth of the matter is, is that you sitting behind your phone, you want you in your bedroom, you know, just putting up a few Facebook posts and calling that good is not mm -hmm. going to generate as much leads or as many leads. Sorry. If then, if you were to just really, 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 really put yourself out there. Right. And that's why a lot of these, you know, mm -hmm. photographers, videographers, like caterers, whatever in the wedding industry, just because I know there's people listening to this aren't making this their full time and job is because they're really relying on like this whole social media thing, mm -hmm. which it's beautiful. It's a great thing, but like really taking the action and put yourself out there. And yeah. so like, just to kind of, just kind of like tie that back to, you know, like what we were saying and my brain just drew a blank here really quick, but you know, is this, is this whole idea that, <clears throat> you know, you, you were saying, you know, knowledge without mileage is shit. And it's like these people who are teaching 
like school or these people who really think that just going to school and getting a four year degree is going to like help them. I've learned more in six months. I think I've learned, and I can say this confidently more in six months than I would have in four years going to get my MBA. Absolutely. You know, I a hundred percent agree with that. Cause like, I've been through it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I do, I went to my first year of college. I, I was, uh, I was a major in um, criminal justice with a focus in forensic science, mm-hmm. transferred to a business, dropped out my first year. Went back to school, got my EMT license, dropped out again. Yeah. Went back to school for a video audio communication arts degree, dropped out. Yeah. Because every time I dropped out, every single time I dropped out, it was because I found it in the real world. And I was like, holy shit, I'm learning more on the job than I am in school. I'm mm-hmm. done. And I just kept getting the fuck out of there, mm-hmm. you know? When I got my EMT, I got a job at the med center. Realized, oh, I'm learning more in three months than I would have in an entire year here. I'm just going to go work. Right. Did it. Got really good at yeah. what I did. Quit yeah. the job. Yeah. Went to school for a, v- v- a VACA degree, got a job at an agency, quit within three months. Cause right. I was like, <laughs> I learned sales, I learned marketing, I learned client relationships, right. I learned how to grow a business, I learned how to build business systems because I helped grow. You know, I say I helped grow this company from four people to 14 in a year. Right. Because I feel like I did, you know, I was, I was a, I was a big part of that company and, you know, um, that's why, you know, my boss at that job is now my business partner here Mm -hmm. is because I really like, I feel like I was an integral part of, you know, helping kind of build the culture that was supposed to be there. We got rid Mm -hmm. of people, we brought people on and all that being said, it's like where I do, I was on a fucking roll and my brain just, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, no, it's like people who are listening to this, who are getting upset because of what we're saying, that just goes to show that maybe they believe what we're saying and they're just getting refreshed with themselves. Right. Right. Cause that's an internal battle that they're probably yeah. fighting. And maybe there's somebody on here that, you know, maybe they're in year, they're six months in or they're in year one and they're like, I hate every second of this. I'm not mm-hmm. getting what I need. You know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe college isn't for you. Maybe it is. I mean, it's up to you mm-hmm. and you, you need to start with the end in mind. It's like, okay, well, what am I going to school for? First things first. Like if I could, and I tell all, all my brothers and sisters this, cause I'm the oldest of five. I'm like, if you don't know what you're going to do, don't go right away mm-hmm. or go to somewhere like Metro and get all your gen eds. It'll save you a ton of money. You're going to need that stuff anyway, right? You're going to need those gen eds. When you do know what you want to do, then go pursue that degree and make sure that you need that degree for that job. Because if you don't, why wouldn't you go get that job now? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, or at least get your foot in the door. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't really know where we're going with that either, but I just think it's, it's, it's really important to just, you know, take some time. You know, we, we live in a world where we go from one thing to another so quick. And I think this kind of tying into 75 hard too is, you know, take some time and think, be by yourself, put away your phone. You know, what do you want? Like out of life? Like, where do you see yourself five, 10 years from now? And then you backtrack that, you know, nobody takes the time to do that anymore or just a small percentage of people Mm -hmm. we're constantly glued to the tv our phone our ipad we're watching netflix whatever it's like you know and then in addition to that you you're working so it's like you're not taking time to think like map out your life you know what i mean like this is where i want to be five years from now ten years from now okay now that i know this is where i want to be in ten years who do i need to become and what are the steps i need to take to get there you know what i mean like and that goes back into the mindset we're talking about too, is you always have to be thinking like, and th- even to a fault for me, like I'm always thinking about the future. There's a I'm kind of going on a tangent now too, but there's a book by Eckhart Tolle and he explains why people feel the way they feel in regards to like depression, anxiety, and like happiness. Mm-hmm. So like if you are constantly focused on the past, you're going to be depressed. Mm-hmm. I can go to somebody if I know they're depressed, I guarantee they're, they got issues in the past. Right. 
if you're super anxious, you're almost too focused on the future and where you're going. You're like, Oh, how am I going to get there? Mm -hmm. I got to get there and I got to get there now. Right. You're super anxious, creates anxiety. Now, um, what he says is all the happiness and contentment, like that state that we all want is like in the present. It's like enjoying this conversation I'm having Mm -hmm. with you right now. Enjoying the fact that John's here with me. I don't get to see him every day. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it's just soaking this up, you Mm -hmm. know, like that's where all the juice of life is. We're also focused on where we're going and what we're trying to be and do and have whatever. But it's like, you you do need some of that. I'm not gonna say you don't need any of that, but you also have, and that's where, you know, enjoying the journey, quote unquote, comes in. Like you have to have the mix of both. Mm-hmm. enjoy where you're at be grateful for where you're at but like always be striving for more and like where you're trying to go damn so. that was f- absolute fire <laughs> john's everything he's like, like yeah <laughs> i like that that's amazing dude i mean i don't think there's really a better note to really like end on bro yeah. i think that that gives a lot of insight and can really help people yeah. take a step back and think because like you yeah. said People don't do that very often. So I guess just for us to kind of end on like a fun note, you know, I want to know, name three, name your top three favorite books that you would suggest to anyone pursuing business or to be a better person. Yeah. So let's, let's do that. And I think uh, real quick before we jump off to, let's maybe come out, come up with like some practical things uh, on how to like, if you're just like, shoot, I have no idea what I want to do. Like, mm-hmm. let's come up with some practical steps so that like you can take this and kind of run with it. Yeah. But, um, favorite books, um, number one, as far as mindset goes, think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill. Hands okay. down. It is, um, it's a bitch to read it. It's one of those books that you're going to read five, 10 pages at a time. Cause you really need to soak it up. It's a hard read. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pages or a lot of words on each page, but if you read that book, I promise you it'll change your life. You will not be the same person. You won't operate the same. You won't think the same. Um, and you're going to think bigger. That was the book that was kind of the catalyst for me. Um, that one, the second book for me, um, was actually an interview that I got from big Sean, uh, in college. And, uh, he was talking about asking is given by Esther and Jerry Hicks. So that's kind of on the law of attraction, you know, how to go after and bring what you want into your life. Uh, number three, that's, this is a tough one. Um, I would probably have to say the slight edge. Um, I I'm drawing a blank on who that's by, but the slight edge is a uh, really, really good as well. And you know, that book is pretty much just on, um, you know, every action that you take on a daily basis matters and it adds up over time. It's just kind of like the stock market, right? The eighth wonder of the world is like compounding, Mm -hmm. you know, your money compounds, right? It takes 20 or 30 years and that starts doubling, tripling, but your actions that you take on a daily basis are the work the same way. Yeah. And that's what that book, like it kind of like you, you subconsciously know that, but Mm -hmm. it kind of like light bulb in your head. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, like I know I need to get up and do these things, but I haven't been doing them. And that's why I'm getting the results mm-hmm. I'm getting. So those are my, those are probably my top three for, for anybody that's looking to dive in. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. Cause those are, that's a good base <clears throat> as far as the business side of things goes. Mm-hmm. Like that's really, really good. And so if anyone's looking for those books to help you on the business side, on the thing, on the, on yeah. the, on the mindset side of things, mm-hmm. check out those books. I would say my top three, I'm, I'm a big empath. Like I'm huge. Like I love empathy. I think mm-hmm. it's probably one of my most defining character traits super important in business yeah that is probably that like as a business owner like super overlooked Mm. like skill like that's a skill and and a trait so the the fact that you're you're studying and you are a very empathetic person though too appreciate that yeah appreciate that i think 
so like for me, the books that I enjoy reading the most and that I think have helped me. So like the business side of things really helps you create a phenomenal foundation. But um, then to start kind of like moving up towards the customer service side of things, I would say my probably number one pick was one of the first books I ever read um, in like self-development was uh, How to Work a Room by Susan Rohn. That teaches you a lot of, you know, we all have commonalities whenever we're in the same room. The, the commonality might be the fact that we're under the same roof. <laughs> what are you doing here today? You know, right, right. and then that starts the conversation. It helps kind of kickstart that, right? Mm -hmm. So conversations, how to start conversations, how to carry on conversations, um, how to how to be social. That's a phenomenal book. My second book would probably probably be The Catalyst. I just finished reading that. It's a book on how to change people's minds. So pair how to create conversation, how to hold conversation with how to change people's minds. And then you mix those two books together. And I, it's like a secret weapon of super baby. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a super baby. It's a samurai of absolute yeah. wordsmithing. It's insane. Yes. So that, yeah, that book, good. Whatever you, samurai, of sam swords, yeah, samurai of wordsmithing. I think. Yes, I don't know. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> just getting myself a little yeah, like yeah, Japanese hat. Yeah. And just put it off. Sure. I'm almost Smith, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that book, you know, it teaches you how to change people's minds, you know, the type of verbiage that you should be using the rhetoric, all that sort of stuff, um, to really not, trick people but get them closer to the answer that they at the heart already know is the right answer right yep. so having them ask questions all that sort of stuff so how to work a room the catalyst i can't remember who that's by and then um the third book i would say you know there's a lot of them that i would pick from i would say um i would say you know i mentioned it already in the podcast but probably the purple cow and the reason I say that is because marketing is completely different than it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. So, um, how to, how to conversate, how to change people's minds and then how to market yourself are probably the three big lessons that I've learned in the past month alone. Um, but yeah, man, those are the three books, but you said you wanted to segue. So if you, yeah, if you guys are listening to this, those are essential by yeah. the way, like we don't want to like, like those, those are essential yeah. skills in today's market. You yeah. have to know those things. Mm. Otherwise you will get left in the dust. I promise you. Absolutely. And so you said you wanted to segue this one more time into something else. What was the one thing that yeah, you wanted so to mention? Yeah, so I think like, you know, we're talking about, you know, how to like, you know, maybe there's there's a handful of people that are that are um, listening and they just kind of lack clarity on, you know, where they want to go. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe they are, maybe, maybe they just got done with high school and they just started college or maybe yeah. they're halfway through college and they're like, shit, I still have no idea what I want to do. And I, I, I'll preface that by saying, you know, Number one, that's perfectly okay. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we're young. I mean, especially if you're in college, you're still trying to figure it out. I mean, in my eyes, you're, you're still a kid. I mm -hmm. mean, you just got a taste of life. Like you're not living in your parents' basement. Anymore. Yeah. Maybe you still are if you're living at home. But, uh, you know, how, how do you uh, create that clarity and just figure out what you do want in life? So number one, I would just say, go out there and try a bunch of different stuff because by trying different things, it's going to give you clarity on what you don't want to do. And I think that's mm -hmm. super important in order to know what you do want to do. You also have to know what you don't want, what Absolutely. you don't want to do. So that would be the first thing. And some that I've always done too. Um, and maybe I kind of took this from asking as given a little bit, but you know, take some time to yourself, you know, block off an hour and sit there and be with yourself, get a scratch piece of paper and just write out, you know, 
where, where do you want to be five, 10 years from now? Like, mm-hmm. wh- like what is the kind of person? And even if you don't have specifics on that, you know, it can be super general, you know, who, how, how do you want to, how do you want your body to be? You know, how do you want your relationships to be? You know, if you have no idea what you want to do, how much money would you like to make? And how would you like to feel in, in providing that service, providing that value? Um, you know, uh, what else, you know, what kind of relationships do we want to have? Like just super general statements and, you know, study that, write it out, you know, really, you know, I, I really do believe that the, the, the first way that you, you make a vision come to reality is you have to put it on paper. You can't just keep it in your head. So, mm-hmm. you know, write all that out. It doesn't need to be specific. And I would encourage you, you know, if you get done with that and you feel really good about it, read that on a daily basis, you know, mm-hmm. read it when you wake up in the morning, read it before you go to bed. And this is also think and grow rich too. Cause he's going to, he, he goes over this process in this book, but I'm telling you if, if you do that, you know, things will start to change. Absolutely. Things will start to change. Like, you know, like we were talking about earlier, when, when you look at things differently, the things around you start to change. So when you start putting your attention on, you know, the way you want your body to be, as opposed to where it's at, the way you, your, your mindset, the way you want your mindset to be, the people you want to be around, the income you want to make, the impact you want to have, like those, those doors will just magically start to creep, creep open. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have some kind of like gut feeling or inspired, uh, you know, inspired action feeling whatever Mm -hmm. and it's just that's you just need to you know take the step forward and take some action on that and five ten years later you're going to look back and you're gonna be like holy shit exactly what i wrote down on that piece of paper is like my life yeah like literally like i've i think i've told both of you guys this because we both uh you know talked about this one-on-one but like my life today like to a t is like what i wrote down in journal like two years ago like that's awesome so like to a t like i i you, you, you can't convince me otherwise. It's yeah. that real. Like yeah. the law of attraction, whatever you want to call it, quantum physics. I don't, I don't give a shit. You can back it up by science nowadays, but it's real. Yeah. And I would just say, you know, take some time, figure out what you want and put it on paper and then, you know, try, try and, uh, I, I shouldn't say try, just read it in the morning, read it right before you go to sleep. So it just kind of sinks in your subconscious mm-hmm. mind and just kind of watch it unfold from there. Yeah. Like take the action steps after. And I would say those are kind of the two practical things that, that have really helped me Yeah, as far as that goes. So absolutely. hopefully you, that makes sense to these listeners. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You mentioned, you mentioned in there and I'm, I'm going to kind of try to wrap this up a little bit, but I want to play off of what you said is you mentioned, you know, understanding, you know, where do you want to be financially, which is a question that I think a lot of people, even if, if somebody else like externally asks you that, mm-hmm. what do you, how much money do you want to make? You feel really uncomfortable, but it's even more uncomfortable when you first ask yourself right. that own question. Right. Like I remember when I asked myself, I want to like, how much money do I want to make? And I remember when I said $60,000 and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I got like all yeah, like gross yeah. about it. Cause yeah. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like that's a lot of money yeah. for me at the yeah. time. And now it's obviously I have way higher aspirations than that. But yeah. I think one last thing to play off of what you said was, you know, you said something that I say, I literally preach this is try everything. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in that. But the other part of that is once you find that passion, which can be in multiple different things, but once you find that passion and you start to pursue that, the reality of it is it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's Mm -hmm. not all going to be perfect. There's going to be a point when you're like, man, I kind of hate this, but there's other days when you're like, man, I absolutely love this. And just keeping that in mind, being aware of the fact that that's going to happen at times yeah. is huge. Because like with video, I mean, I was like, I asked, I remember asking my fiance, I was like, you know, what, 
what do I want to be doing with my life? And I was like, I really love video. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, if you love video, then do it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And there have been times throughout this journey where I've worked with people where they make me want to quit. And there have obviously been times where I've started businesses like buttoned up where I'm, I'm finally like, this is, this is it. Like, yeah. this is, this isn't even it. Like, this is just a, this is still just a step mm-hmm. to get to what I want to be doing, yeah. which yeah. is huge. So it's huge. Yeah. But very yeah. big point. Yeah. Very big point. Yeah. So that's everything I kind of had to say on that. But, um, Keaton, I want to give you a chance to kind of plug yourself and plug where people can find you and have people reach out to you and connect with you. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm on Facebook, um, Instagram, you know, just Keaton Hutchinson on Facebook. Instagram is just Keaton X Hutchinson. As far as that handle goes, um, you know, if you have any kind of real estate needs, um, you know, I work with, you know, you don't just work with me, you work with my team. You know, that's kind of our saying is when you work with one of us, you work with all of us. Mm-hmm. So, um, if there's anything I can do for you real estate related or not, you know, feel free to reach out. I'm, I'm a connector too. So, um, I, like even, even you guys, when you guys got here, I'm like, there's gotta be some way that, you know, John and AJ can like yeah. connect and kind of benefit from, from being friends too. So, um, that's how you can track me down. So awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome. Pigeon mail. Do you do pigeon mail smoke signal? Can people get a hold of you through that? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, Imagine a fucking owl flying through right, your window right. and just drop a letter off. <laughs> hey, I heard you on AJ's podcast. Just want to say you sound amazing. Right. <laughs> here's, here's five stars, right? So yeah. give us five stars, guys. That's one yeah. thing that I want to say. You know, if you're listening to this on iTunes, give us a rating. Give us a give us a review. That's how we, you know, move up. That's how people find this podcast. If you're listening to this on Spotify, I ask that you share it. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Instagram with your mom, with your dad, with your grandma, with your cat. I don't care. Yeah. I just want you guys to share this podcast because that's yeah. how we grow. You know, yeah. we, yeah. I, I'm inspired from podcasts that I listen to that I don't want to use any promotion on this because yeah. this is purely just for my benefit and mm-hmm. for your guys' benefit to learn more, grow more, think more, do better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So super excited about that. Check us out on the perfect day show at Instagram. And with that being said, guys, if you've been taking notes, take those notes, get out there, get out the door, implement them and get out there and make the perfect day. 